I've been thinking a lot about something that St. Teresa of Avila once said. She was a 16th century Carmelite nun and a spiritual writer, and she writes about how when you reach the highest echelon of spiritual maturity, you have only one question left. How can I be helpful? Now, I am not at the highest echelon of spiritual maturity at all, but I just hit a few milestones. I just turned 40. My wife T and I are coming up on our 20th wedding anniversary in June. June is also the 18th anniversary of when T and I moved back to Portland to plant what is now Bridgetown Church. And so over the last kind of few months and years, we've been dreaming a lot about the second half of life. What do the next 20 years of marriage and family and life and work look like? And for a long time now, I would say about a decade, we have both felt that I would serve both our church and the church at large better, not so much as the lead pastor of a church, but more in a teaching role and writing role to give more energies to discipleship and spiritual formation. Over the last five years, as we've been working our way through practicing the way, it's no secret that has become my driving passion, all things discipleship and spiritual formation and the future of all of that in the Western church. And, you know, we've just been kind of asking a very open question, like how can we be helpful in the next season with our elders and key leaders, really healthy leadership team right now and a safe place for us to process. And last spring, a number of our key leaders, Bethany Allen, one of our elders, a mentor of mine, all in a kind of strange prophetic triangulation, came to me and basically said, hey, we feel like we might be coming up on that time and the back end of COVID might be the optimal time, both not just for you, but for Bridgetown Church, for you to kind of shift into a different role. So after a long period of prayer and fasting and discernment with our elders and Bethany and other key leaders, with our board of directors, with our family and our Bridgetown community and close friends, we have all together um, come to the conclusion that to the best of our ability to discern, God's call on me to serve as the lead pastor of our church is coming to an end. Now, we are not planning on leaving. We plan to stick around um, the next six months. We plan to continue to teach and lead and nothing much will change in the next few months. And then in the fall, we plan to hand off to a new lead pastor, more on that in a minute, and transition off staff and spin practicing the way off into its own nonprofit with the aim of creating and curating discipleship and spiritual formation resources for local churches in post-Christian contexts, as well as giving more of my time to writing. I plan to write a five-book series on discipleship, as well as we're also dreaming about starting a church order with a number of other leaders and churches and even founding monastic centers, all sorts of dreams that are in our heart. We plan to remain here. None of us know the future long-term for sure, but we plan to remain here. This is our church. This is our family. You are our brothers and our sisters. We plan to continue to teach from time to time at the elders' request. And, but most of our teaching will kind of slide over and will be in the form of practices and courses for practicing the way both here and online. There's a lot of unknowns still about what practicing the way will grow and mature into, but our vision is that it's born out of our church and that we stay in close relationship for a long time between Bridgetown and myself and practicing the way. Because really, practicing the way is not my ministry, it's yours. This is your story. It's our story together as a family. It's the fruit of your life to the world. People all over the world have been following along with your journey and Jesus' leadership over our church. 
church, and we just want to continue down that path. Our church has never been about me or my teaching or any other personality. It has always been about practicing the way of Jesus together in Portland. That will not change. Our vision will not change. The direction that we are heading will not change. I very much believe the next chapter of our story is one I can't wait for. We're in this brand new, beautiful building. We're coming back to in-person gatherings. We have phenomenal leaders. I have so much hope for the next stage of our church. On that note, in order for me to transition and start this new work and for our church to continue on, we need a new lead pastor to serve in that capacity. And we have someone to announce to you today who is a dream come true. Here's Gerald Griffin on behalf of our elders and Sarah Detone on behalf of our board of directors to tell you more about the process. Hey everybody, on behalf of the elder team, I just wanna let you know this is something we've been praying with, along with Bethany and other key leaders, right alongside John Mark and Tammy and the family. And this is a decision we've made together. And our desire is to launch practicing the way out of Bridgetown Church, but that it would stay alongside Bridgetown. It is our joy and our privilege that out of our family comes this new ministry and a new endeavor for John Mark. And that really reminds me back to words we've heard over the years about Bridgetown's global story. There's just been a prophetic word that I feel like for me now, it makes so much sense that what we've been doing here as a family, practicing the way of Jesus together in Portland, is now being sent out to the nations. Similar to that idea from Matthew 28, that really the end goal of all that we do is to make disciples of every nation, every people group. And I feel like this is a moment where as a family, we're taking a healthy pride in being part of that. Now, one thing that our elder team really wants you to know, we wanted to find somebody that already embodied and believed in the vision of Bridgetown Church. We do not want the vision of our church to change. And we have found that person and we're so excited to share who that is with you. For those of you who I haven't met, my name is Sarah Tatone, and I'm a member of the Bridgetown Board of Directors. Essentially, we had four steps in this process. First, John Mark identified a pastor from his network who he felt shared a similar uh, vision for ministry and someone who could really lead the Bridgetown community into this next season. Second, our elders spent a lot of time getting to know this pastor and his family over meals and conversations, uh, fasting and praying. And through that process, they really came to love this pastor. During this step, we were really hopeful and we were praying that um, if this is the will of God, our elders would really sense that and would wanna welcome this pastor into our family. Concurrently, for the pastor's church, we were hoping that they would feel uh, good about this decision and would be willing to release the pastor with their blessing. And this is exactly what happened. The third step involved a board of directors thoroughly vetting this pastor through a marathon series of interviews. And we found that this pastor is a strong and capable leader. He has a similar heart as John Mark and he has a unique skill set to lead us forward. 
Since we're not experts when it comes to leadership transitions, the fourth step involved us working with an outside consultant who has built his career helping churches transition to new leadership. And finally, since our new lead pastor is one of John Mark's closest friends, we'll let him introduce you to him. As Sarah said, when we and our leaders came to believe that the time was nearing an end for me to serve as the lead pastor, we started praying a lot about, okay, who is next? Our church is a family, we're brothers, we're sisters. Who's next from the Father to come in and serve as our lead pastor? And T and I sat down and we made what we called the if we could get anybody list, a list of a few other pastors, all of whom were serving thriving churches in other great cities and another part of the country or the world. But we wanted somebody who was the right fit, who had, was a different person, but had a very similar vision for the church, for the kind of charismatic contemplative blend and church around a stage and church around a table with a similar ethos and direction to pastor our church into the next chapter of our story. At the top of that list was a friend of mine that I love dearly. We're in a small group of pastors that are in relationship with each other. We live by a rule of life together. We spend about a week together every year. We serve each other's churches and just a very kindred spirit. And he was literally at the top of the list, if I could get anybody. I called him up out of the blue. He was walking into Trader Joe's one night, picking up groceries for dinner for his family. And I said, hey, here's what we're dreaming about. Would you be at all interested in moving across the country? to take over my job. And at first we started to laugh, it was not on his radar screen, but then we entered into a few months of, again, prayer and discernment. Both came to the conviction, both of our elder teams came to the conviction that we think this is the will of God. So we are very happy to announce that we have invited Tyler Staten from the Oaks Church Brooklyn, formerly known as Trinity Grace Church Brooklyn, to come and serve as the next lead pastor of Bridgetown Church. Tyler will be here in just a few weeks with his family, with his wife Kirsten, his two beautiful boys, to teach on Sunday, April 11th, then again in May, and then the plan is to move here over the summer and then transition in the fall. Please give them a warm welcome. Tyler is an extraordinary, not just leader and teacher and writer and thinker, but an even more extraordinary disciple of Jesus, a man of integrity. What you see is what you get, and behind kind of his teaching and his work is a man who is up early in the morning to pray and surrender his life to God. I cannot wait to come under his leadership, to follow his pastoral lead, and to let him pastor along with our other amazing team, myself and my family, in the months and years to come. So to recap, just three salient points. One, this fall, I am transitioning off staff to start a new nonprofit with Practicing the Way. Two, we are not planning on leaving. Our leadership is the healthiest it's ever been. We love you. Three, we have a phenomenal new lead pastor in Tyler Staten coming in in September, God willing, to pastor our church into the next season. To close, it has been the singular honor of my life to serve you as one of your pastors and teachers. I love you, I care about you. Our blood and sweat and tears have been put into the pavement of this city together, and I count it an honor to call you my church family and to serve, have served as one of your leaders over the last 18 years.
This is a moment for our church. It calls up not just me, but you as well into maturity. Why are we actually here? What are we actually about? This calls us up to please continue. This is a step of faith for my wife and I as we kind of step out into the unknown and the uncertainty of the future right in the middle of our life. We're just asking a few things of you. One, please continue to follow Jesus, to practice the way of Jesus together in Portland. Two, please stay with our church, stay with your Bridgetown community, continue to invest at every level in our church. And three, please do pray for myself and T and our family in this transition that we comport ourselves with emotional health, and with spiritual maturity, and above all with integrity as we journey down this path together. At the end of the day, we belong to Jesus. I keep thinking about that line from Paul, we make it our aim to please him. The end of the day, at the end of our life, when we all stand before God and give an account for our life, something not to fear, a little trepidation though is healthy, but to let shape how we live in the here and now, I know that is your heart. We make it our aim to please God. That's our heart. I know that is yours, and we love you. Here's Bethany with a few closing pastoral thoughts. Well, certainly an announcement like this can be overwhelming, to say the least, and I know that it's impacting many of you in lots of different ways. So I just wanted to offer a few things from my heart and my perspective that I hope will be an encouragement to you and really to us as we navigate, navigate what lies ahead. I keep thinking a lot about Pete Scazzaro's teachings on transitions. Now, certainly we've all been in a transition before, but I think this will be a unique one as we're all going to do it together. Now, in any and all transitions, there are three stages. The first is the ending. The second is the in-between, or what they call the waiting stage. And then the third is the new beginning. Now, currently, we find ourselves in the first stage. And in this space, there is certainly death and grief to process. But I want to encourage you and say that this is not all bad. In fact, it's very much a part of the process, a significant part of the process, as we begin to transition and move together towards a place of healing and a place of new beginnings. Now, we are grieving, but this is not where we'll stay. You know, soon enough, a bit down the road, I think, we'll find ourselves in that middle space, in that place of waiting, where we'll be waiting on God's healing and his hope for us, where we'll be waiting for new anticipation of the good things that God's doing, waiting even for some of us for personal vision for what God is calling us to in this specific moment. And I know that in the waiting stage, it can be a bit disorienting disorienting, but I can tell you, as you've heard earlier, there is certainly a clear path forward for us. Now, we may be here for a bit, but the transition will give way to that new beginning. And that's the space where we get to dream new dreams with God about our future here at Bridgetown. There will be new rhythms and processes for us to lean into. But in the newness of it all, I am so confident that we will enter into that space because of the good work we're doing in this transition as transformed people, able to offer, offer ourselves in new ways to the community around us. Here's my point. We as a church family will walk this path of transition together. 
We can expect grief, yes, but it is certainly not where we will stay. We can, and I believe this with all that I am, trust God for his coming good. I am so confident in what he is doing and how he has led us this far. It's been honestly miraculous. In the season to come, I am confident that we will dream new dreams, not only for this building, but for our city at large. And we will get to believe God for the next chapter that he's writing for us. Embracing this moment in our story and doing so with joy, I believe will catalyze us into the realm of receiving the abundant gift that God has for us in our future. Now listen, in all transparency, I too am grieving. This family, John Mark, has changed my life as I know that he has many of yours. But what I've felt from the very beginning, so confident of, is that we are ready for this. As I think about the last 10 years, I see how God was growing us up for this exact moment, that we're ready to walk through this transition and not just in a way where we're able to bless one another, but we're able to bless John Mark and Tammy and their family as a whole. My dream since the beginning of this conversation a year ago around a dinner table was that we as a church family would get to gather around John, Mark, and Tammy and bless them and give even back to them the ways they have sacrificially given to so many of us over the years. Look, John Mark is a good man, and I think that many of us would say the best of men. He has been our brother and our father and our good shepherd for years and years now, willingly laying down his life for us. My prayer for us, church, is that we would rise up in this moment without dismissing our own grief and sadness, but that we would rise up nonetheless to bless John Mark and Tammy and their kids as they step out into this next adventure that God is calling them to. I am so excited about our future. I have never, ever felt more confident than I do now in what God's leading us into. And I am so excited for us as we continue to practice the way of Jesus together in Portland.